welcome to the weekly ish. Ish. The weekly ish wise. This is the show where we question some things, such as film, games, TV, and stuff like that. But the reason that we say the weekly ish wise is because uh, this episode is a week and a half late. We're, we're sorry about that, but you know, just what is time? Yes. What? Why is time? Who is time? How is time? <laughs> yes, you see, this is a very deep and philo- philosophical podcast. Uh, speaking, Hello and welcome to the Weekly speaking Wise, of, the show um, where we will question all philosophy questions. <laughs> yes, we've suddenly become a philosophy podcast now. Yes. <laughs> um, but speaking of um, philosophy, um, anyway, WandaVision is a thing. I'm Fabian. And I'm Conrad. And, and that was a rubbish intro. Yes, I mean, a five-star intro is what you mean. Mm, mm. Five-star podcast, five-star intro. Yes, of course. Our intros are always the highest quality possible. Uh-huh. But yes, our first segment, we're talking about the Marvel Disney Plus show. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, we're talking about the final episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, what did you think of it? The show begun sort of very new and fresh. Yeah. But then towards the end episode, it's just like... Same old CGI battle. Yeah, same old Marvel, really, by the yeah. end. I mean, Apart from White Vision and Vision, they, just, they, they have like a Superman-style ba- uh, fight. And then they just started talking about the philosophy of philosophers. Of yeah, philosophers. yeah. We, we, we'll get to the battle scene with White Vision. But yes, that that is basically my thoughts on it too, you know. It begins with this really interesting concept of the whole sitcom idea. Like in the behind the scenes that I watched of it. It was fascinating seeing all the stuff, like, they filmed it in a live studio audience. But then by the last 20 minutes of the documentary, I was like, this isn't as interesting as it was before this documentary when they were talking about the sitcom. Because by the end, they were just talking about, like, green screens and stuff. And it was like, yes, exciting. (laughs) Um, But, no, I do recommend that behind-the-scenes thing. Not the best behind-the-scenes thing I've ever ever watched, but, you know, if you're you're interested in that, it's very, very interesting. But, yeah, it just sort of lost its thing by the end, didn't it? Yeah, lost its charm. It was just which versus which equals epic battle with purple and red lightning. Yeah, I mean, I love the stuff with just Wanda's character alone. Like... The whole journey of Wanda's character in this show is amazing. Like It's a great part of the show. And I feel like all the stuff going on around it, you didn't really need, you know, all this added Marvel stuff. Mm. You didn't really need. Like, the, the show works better when it's more focused on Wanda than when it's mm. focused on, I don't know, the white vision and the yeah. vision fighting and then the white vision flies away but we never see him again. It's like, yeah. ah! Apparently there were a lot of deleted scenes in yeah. that because of COVID they never were able to finish the VFX for or something. Mm. So Monica Rambeau, she was gonna have more like fire lightning powers or whatever powers I don't really know how to describe photon. it. Photon yes, photon oh, blast. Photon actually refers to useful particles of light. So. Oh, a light beam. She, she was going to have more to do in the episode. So was Darcy. Because mm. she just gets one line where she comes in on the truck. But mm. then she doesn't do anything for the rest of the episode after that. She's not even in it. Mm. And she's not even in like the two extremely long post-credit scenes. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I wonder if there was going to be a bit more with White Vision as well. Mm. Because, you know, we didn't see what happened to him. Yeah. I, 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 like, when White Vision left, I was just like, please, Justin Hammer, just appear in the post credit scene and just buy White Vision and turn him into the Super Adaptoid. Please! No, the Super Adaptoid, that is a completely different thing to White Vision. <laughs> I'm sticking with my opinion, and I think White Vision is going to turn into the Super Adaptoid. Well, that is just nonsense, I'm sorry. Justin Hammer is the best part of Iron Man 2, though. Mm. Just, um, oh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell yes, yes. is an amazing actor. Mm -hmm. The best. What did you think of White Vision, then, by the end of it? Do you think that he's sort of going to replace Vision? Do you think he'll return in the MCU? Because I hope he doesn't. Well, if he does, I hope he's feels like a different character to Vision. Because otherwise that just takes away from Vision's death, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess he's already sort of been bought, brought back by Wanda in the show. But. Yeah. That's, what, that's why I want the Super Adaptoid to be there. <laughs> Marvel, if you're listening... The Super Adaptoid has nothing to do with White Vision. The Super Adaptoid is a machine created by... Justin Hammer, that can steal the powers of the Avengers. The white vision is the vision, except white. <laughs> it could make sense, though, because, like, Justin Hammer could sort oh. of alter the armour plating. And because um, they were talking about philosophy, philosophy things, um, he can philosophy sort of things. program it to adapt. Yes, here we are back on the philosophy podcast. Um, what what would you actually talk the... about on a philosophy podcast? <laughs> so no, we are trying to figure out the, many... the big bang. I mean, philosophy is quite interesting. To be fair, like is 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 um, I don't know where I was going with that whole thing. Philosophy. Wonder Vision, get back in course. Philosophy is interesting, but yeah. Okay, so what did you think of Quicksilver in this show then? Um, I I think. You think. I, I, I think. That, that's what ha, I do but, every day. I, I do, think. But do you think with your brain or do you think with your nose? Cause I, I think with my nose and brain. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah. Okay, um, um, Quicksilver, Quicksilver. Oh, yes. I'll say what I think of Quicksilver, okay. seeing as you're a bit blank. I liked Quicksilver. I love how it was Evan Peters back in the role. Yeah. But the disappointing thing is it wasn't Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. It was just... A random person from Westview got recast into yeah. Quicksilver's role, which was just like, ah! <laughs> Couldn't you have, like, done I... the crossover that you got everyone excited for because everyone thought it would be the X-Men, and then, no, and then... it's just a random person. Maybe it's just like an Easter egg that the X-Men are coming. Yeah, I mean, but, well, it, it is an what's... Easter egg mm. of that, but, mm. like, you know. Yeah. But I guess the show didn't Why need do that. Why you have to do that? The show didn't need that. I mean, yeah. the real, the great part of this show is Wanda. Yeah, and, and Vision. Yeah, just it's it's just her about going through stages of grief, you know? Mm. And I think that the scene that really worked for me in this final episode, that really, you know, had me emotionally invested, <laughs> was when she has to leave Vision and the twins. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, ugh. the twins die. Yeah, it, it was a bit strange, though, how she's trapped an entire town and she's, like, sort of seems to be aware that she did that. Mm. It's like, you're meant to be a superhero. Not a supervillain. Yeah, just, just some big sort of... Just all the Marvel 
stereotypical stuff that came into it by the end of, you know, by this final episode. Sort of just soured what was so great about the show, which was the sitcom reality stuff. Yeah. And Wanda's character. Like... And there never, there never was, like, a, a main overlord. Well, yeah. Agatha Harkness. Agatha yeah. Harkness is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Catherine Hahn is just so <laughs> over the top. It's great. Um, but I think the reason that, say, take take even just something like Avengers Infinity War, Mar- the Marvel film, mm. even though that should just be standard Marvel nonsense, mm. the reason why it worked and was so popular was because of the big twist, the big subversion of your expectations at the end, you know? And it built up to that, and the entire thing was about that. Whereas with WandaVision, it's about the sitcom, and then it just becomes more bland and you yeah. know, uninteresting by the end of it. Like, those sitcom episodes were just so mysterious and like, oh, what's going to happen now? Yeah. But there was, Where are the children? Yeah, because it was so subversive to what yeah. Marvel was. It was really suspenseful and engaging, mm. even though it could have been slightly better. Like you, you kind of needed someone to be decoding the mystery with you, so you could follow them yeah. as the character that you could connect to. So yes, what what would you give WandaVision out of five stars? Four stars. Yeah, I'd give it three and a half or four. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And I wish we could have seen the original intention of those deleted scenes I was talking about that they mm. never had. But, um, yeah. Oh, and the other thing, uh, Paul Bettany tricked us. Because last week we were like, theor- well, not last week, but one and a half weeks ago, <laughs> we were theorising that, um, you know, there's going to be like Magneto or some sort of big actor in the final episode. But it, it was just in himself. Yeah, because Paul Bettany had said, um, I'm looking forward to working with this really great actor. <laughs> and it was such great fun. <laughs> and it turned out it was just himself. <laughs> because he, obviously he interacts with white vision. Yeah. <laughs> That's just amazing. <laughs> Paul Bettany is ah, funny. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the ending then to the show? Yeah, I think it was... It's sort of... Again, you know, we, we like it. Yeah. We both like it. It sort of... It ended the show, but it didn't cap it off. It yeah. Didn't come in I mean, you kind of had to see the post credit scenes to get the full mm. experience, really, which I never think is a good thing, really. It reminded yeah. me of Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. There's a giant revelation about that movie in the post credit scene. Yeah, it's like, it's what? Like, will just be out but, with the... Sim- out of the cinema when that plays. Well, that, that is extremely important stuff. I mean, most people won't because they know it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. But, like, it just doesn't go in the post-credits, you know? I know. It's just, don't, don't put this important information in the post-credit scene. Like, the second post-credit scene, sure, that is a post-credit scene yeah. where it's just Wanda, um, like... Reading the magic book. Yeah, reading the magic book. I never actually did find out who Ralph was. Ralph, oh Ralph, you mean um, Agatha Harkness's? Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. Agatha Harkness keeps referring to her wife Ralph. Yeah. 
uh, wife. <laughs> husband. Husband. Ralph. Well, no, that, that was Quicksilver. Ralph Boner was his real name. Mm. I mean, obviously Agatha Harkness wasn't married to Ralph Boner, but I think that's just sort of a weird reference thing mm. they were doing there. But yeah, what did you think of the of the first like post credit scene with Monica Rambo and the the scrolls? Um, Didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, she just, just sort of, she's just, just gonna go up to the scrolls school. or something. Yeah, it's a continuation of. Hopefully, she'll meet the space cat. Yeah, continuation of Spider Man Far From Home. So yeah, so so now are you look are you looking to forward to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Then is the well, real question. Yes, I am. I saw that uh, video where it was just um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier arguing about Red Wing. Yeah, they were just having like standard buddy cop type you yeah. know, dynamics between two men and they're just arguing at each other. But, you know, WandaVision was going into sitcoms. The Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier is doing like the buddy cop yeah. um, action genre type stuff. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it, just because I guess the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is more my type of thing, because, you know, mm. I'm, I'm an action. I like action, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, hopefully it just won't be boring, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and it will, in fact, be interesting. Yeah. Because... Or at least the fight scenes going to be good. Yeah, for, for the, for the you know, the, the problems and the minor issues we have with WandaVision, it was very interesting, uh, at least. Yeah. At the very least, it was interesting, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty much all we've got to say on, on WandaVision now. Have mm-hmm. you got anything else you want to mention? No. I guess we should get into the next segment of the show. Ooh. Recommendations. So, Conrad, uh-huh. do you have anything to recommend to oh, the well, I do. To our fine listeners. Oh, you do. I have two things. So, remember all the way back about ten episodes-ish? Of the podcast? Ah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, I recommended Terraria. Yes. 2D modded Minecraft, basically. Yeah, the Minecraft-style video game except 2D, yeah. Yeah, and it has better music. Well, (laughs) I am recommending Terraria music. Yeah, you you like the Terraria music, don't you? Yes. Just stick it on and then It's on Spotify and Yeah. Terraria it's music. It's retro music, but Terraria it's mixed music. with normal music. Mmm, exciting I stuff. Like it. But um the other thing that I'm gonna recommend is this T V show on BBC iPlayer called Death in Paradise. It's just <laughs> Death in Paradise. It is it's just a murder mystery. Um it's yeah. just sort of like a feel-good... Um, where, where is it set? Uh, it's a feel-good murder mystery in um, uh, this imaginary island in the Caribbean. Yeah, I thought and it was like, the Caribbean. An inspector dies, then a new inspector comes, and the inspector yeah. dies... And Each episode is a different murder mystery. It's, yeah. You know, it's very... You get what you're going for, if you know yeah. what I mean. It's very you're not there, conventional. You're, you're not there for the murder mystery, you're there for the Caribbean. The I, I like mystery. the murder mysteries. I like... My favourite murder mystery film. Are the interesting Well, ones. I mean, I guess I haven't really seen that many murder mystery films, but Knives Out mm. is a great murder mystery film because it takes the genre, subverts it whilst also repeating it. Yeah. So you get what you came in for, but you also get something new and interesting. Yeah. 
And, and, and the twists just totally catch you off guard in that. Mm. Well, they caught me off guard anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Death in Paradise. We all run about season four. There's about nine seasons. Nine? Eight episodes per season. Wow, so what's been your favourite season then? Or, oh, you know. Um, well, I did like the beginning seasons with uh, the actor that plays Boff in Johnny English. Oh, wait, what's his name? Oh, we always do oh, every no, episode. Every time. Um, right, what, what? let me just quickly Google it. Ben Miller. That's the one. Yeah, Ben Miller is a really fun actor. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, have you got anything else to say about Death in Paradise? Uh, no, nothing much. Just watch it now! I mean, what would you rate it then? You know, is, is it good or is it just entertaining? It's entertaining, so it's about four stars. Four yes, to five. So it, four point five. Five. Four point five. Five I said. stars. I said four point five. You give Death in Paradise five stars. It's on my stuff. Wow. Alright, sorry, sorry. It's about three to five stars. Uh, three to four point five <laughs> stars. Gosh. Death Moving in on. Paradise. What are your recommendations? Five star cinema. Uh, my recommendations. I have got millions of things to recommend. Alright. Um, okay, so. I'm pretty sure it was last week or the week before I recommended the film Alien. Well, since then, I have watched Aliens, the James Cameron sequel, which is just amazing. I've basically become obsessed with Aliens, watching millions of YouTube videos about it. Um, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. Now, they do... Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection are a lot worse, but Alien Resurrection is just really funny. <laughs> It's so bad, it's good. It's just some people on a spaceship and then the spaceship's got about a million monster aliens in it and then the monster aliens swim underwater and then it's all just crazy stuff going on. Uh, yeah, but speaking of sci-fi things, I read this trilogy of books and I've just finished it. Uh, the first one's called Embers of War, then Fleet of Knives and then The Light of Impossible Stars. Now, it's a really good trilogy of sci-fi books, um, and they are written by Gareth Powell, I do believe. Oh, his second name is definitely Powell. Um, but no, it's, it's a great sci-fi trilogy. It's got some really interesting concepts in it, like the spaceships, for example, they have their own minds. That, they're basically human spaceships, which... Sounds bonkers and weird, but it's really fun and interesting. And, I mean, the spaceships sort of get... Well, one of the spaceships sort of gets a character arc, which is pretty interesting. And then there's a bunch of cool aliens in it. Uh, just so many interesting sci-fi concepts packed in to a really interesting trilogy. It's all set in space. Yeah, it's a, it's an epic sort of adventure-type thing. Wait... Uh, it's all about war, really. You're following these characters, um, lo lots of characters, very big, sort of Star Wars-ish. Yeah, it's good stuff, it's Ooh. good stuff. Oh, you've just given me an idea for another recommendation. Oh, right. And the final science fiction related thing that I watched was Artificial Intelligence, which is a Steven Spielberg film. And it's a really emotional film. I'd put it up there with E.T. for Steven Spielberg. It's about a robot boy. It's very Blade Runner-esque. 
Um, but yeah, it's about this like sort of android human type boy and his his relationship with his mother and it's very it's just very sad and emotional and so well directed by Spielberg. But yeah, so so that's what I've been watching and reading. Um, I definitely recommend AI. I, I definitely re- recommend all three of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what was your other recommendation? Yes, it was this book I read. Ah. Um, and it was called Phoenix. Ooh. And it's basically it's about a boy who discovers he has powers of a star. Oh, do you and know who's do you know who this is written by? It is written by. If you don't know, I'll. SF Said. Oh. Um, who did the Far Jack Paul series? Yeah, that's the series about a cat, is yes. it? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. So yes, go, carry on, carry on. Uh, yeah, and he sort of this the the galaxy is at war. Um, and at first, yeah, yeah, you find out he just he just sort of thrown into this war. You don't know what's happening. There's like these evil space devils that are on the other side that are like the opponent. Wow! And one day, this boy wakes up to find that his mattress is burnt, and then he has to escape. And then this sounds quite interesting. He goes to like a normal sort of boy um, who's like in the middle of war to. Is it an illustrated so, story? Yeah, it's yeah. got pictures. Yeah, it's got pictures. That is cool. It's got really good reviews. It's got like five out of five reviews. Ninety-four percent liked it on Google. Yeah. Cool. Very, very good. I just do, recommend do you think it. I'd like it. It's I'd a thick it. book, but um, very, very, very good. Um, do you think I'd like it? It has like an it? absolutely heartwarming twist at the end. Oh. A heartwarming twist. Now that's rare. Usually twists are always shocking or sad. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I might read that then. Um, it's, I mean, I, I have got about loads of books that I need to read anyway. But, mm-hmm. um, cool. it, it, it feels like when you first hold it in your hand, it feels so heavy. But before you know it, you're at the end. Mm, nice. Okay, that brings us towards the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. But before you do leave, let us know what you think of our podcasts. Um, or, you know, just any ideas you have for stuff we should talk about on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us by searching The Weekly Wise. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube where you can support us by liking, commenting, sharing and subscribing and ringing the little bell thing so that we can keep making these podcasts for you to listen to. If you enjoyed this episode, then feel free to share the podcast to anybody who might want to listen. That helps us grow as a podcast lose. Also, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. I uh, if you want, If you want more from me. I have a YouTube channel called Movie Soup where I also talk about films, TV, stuff. You can follow me on Twitter, FabianEllis6, Instagram, FabianEllis underscore Movie Soup. And uh, that's just if you want to see more of my opinions and things about films. I made a big video about the MCU. That was my last video. I haven't made a video in a while because I've been quite busy. Um, but yeah, yeah, good stuff, isn't it? So yeah, Wonder Vision, very interesting. Next week we'll be back to talk about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Also... Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out next week, so I might have watched that by then, or I might not have. I don't know. I'll have to see. I might. I might see it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.